0: What's going on, guys? This is Mike, and you have tuned in to the Record high podcast. All right, so it's that time of year, and millions of people, in fact, there's probably people who you spoke to recently within the last week who said that they are after their New Year's resolutions. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a positive thing. I think it's something that we all need to do no matter what. But we all really know that it's something that we should be doing year round, not just once. In this episode, we're going to discuss a few fundamental keys that will help you understand how and why it's important to set goals, but more importantly, why we must stick to them. Here's an analogy for you. Why do you think it's so stereotypical for a gym or a fitness club to be so busy the beginning of the year and then drizzle off and drizzle off and drizzle off and a couple months down the road, there's nobody there and it's a lot less busy? It's because a majority of the population gets derailed so easy. It's about having that constant reminder of exactly what we're going to talk about today. Um, All right, what's up? How are you guys? Did you guys have a good weekend?
1: Great weekend. That was a good did weekend.
0: Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Me too. My was. Happy to be back to more. work.
1: I love Mondays.
0: You, lo- you love Mondays? I love Mondays. Yep. Oh, same uh, with me. Yes, yes. Weekend.
1: I'm ready to go. Right, I've had a little bit of a time to break and I'm just ready to get back at it again on Monday morning. So might be my favorite day of the week. What?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I kind of like it too, but I have to like speech myself on Sunday nights. I have to like tell myself like, all right, Monday's coming. You got, and I have to plan too. I have to like go through all the stuff that I'm going to do on that Monday morning and make sure I do it. Otherwise I get like demotivated.
2: Dude, I feel like I'm on like, I'm on another planet here. I don't think I've ever heard that from one individual and I just heard it from two. Yeah. Mondays suck
0: they have never sucked. I've, I've never thought they sucked. Really?
1: Oh, gosh. you gotta listen to Eric Thomas. He yeah, apparently, about man.
2: Gosh, well, that, that must be really nice. I don't know. Mondays are the time where I realize, like, I put off some things that I needed to do, and Monday is now when it catches up to me. So I guess, <laughs> Feel I guess overwhelmed. you guys are just better. Yeah, you guys are just better. I'm like, all right, well, I can't put this off anymore. i got to do it now, <laughs> right? I could have done it over the weekend. It reminds me of, like, when I was in college... And I didn't study in the weekend when I knew I had to. And then Monday has come along. And so I'm waking up early on Monday to study for the all test. In. Oh, I'm yeah. taking that day. I could have done it Saturday and Sunday and I didn't. So Monday is just a reminder that I had three days to do what I need to do today. <laughs> and I chose to do none of it on Saturday and Sunday.
0: Right? Just because you don't know, fall into that excuse like everybody all else and so I suppose you know you guys are just. I used to do that with projects too. Like in school where you'd have like a big project you had to do and you had to present it on Monday. And stuff everything in get it all done on Sunday night yeah like you started it Sunday night and you got it done Sunday night and you presented it on Monday but those were always the best ones
2: yeah for yeah. me
0: those were always my those best are, ones
2: definitely weren't the best ones for me <laughs> so I must have had a different upbringing I'm like what what plantation did you grow up on? Because what I grew up on was rough. Right, there was a, I was punished for procrastination. Right, I didn't feel good whipped. about myself after that at all. Right, that's like I felt like I just survived. Like my parachute didn't come up, my parachute didn't open. I only broke two legs instead of dying. Right, you're talking about, you know, I waited and pull my parachute to 100 feet above the ground, and, and then I, I survived perfectly, and, and I and I landed on, um, you know what. You know, bed of roses, I didn't have any thorns, and I felt good about my decision-making that I procrastinated. So that actually brings us into something going into the uh, into the next year. I bet you most people have procrastinated to do anything better, right? What do you think that's safe well, to say? Well, especially
0: because that's the only time of year we're, that we set goals, right? It's the beginning of the year? Yeah. That's yeah. it.
2: And it's it's that's what most people do. Right. I try to I try to revamp my goals, you know, every single time something goes wrong. Right. If something's not going right in my life. The first thing I think about is the fact that Mike didn't put his phone on mute. or was it you, Taylor. No. You me. So that's the first thing. If something goes wrong. I'm like, listen, Mike didn't silence his phone <laughs> during a podcast so so Oops. i have to desperately watch him so everybody can hear this Silent right? so, now so what can we do better going forward so that that doesn't go off in the middle of our podcast right uh, but but in actuality every single time something goes wrong i have two decisions i can accept that that's going to be something that happens to me over and over again or i can find out what got me here set a goal to to make sure that doesn't happen figure out what made that happen and make sure that doesn't happen again right so i try to do that all the time i try to do it all the time but it's most convenient to do it with when everybody else is doing it around you. And at this time of year is when everybody's going to do it, right? Christmas time is coming. By the time that you guys listen to this, is going to be closer to, uh, to January, which everybody says, listen, I'm not happy with the way this last year went. Mm-hmm. Or they might say... I don't want to be in the same place I am now next year so they're like I need to make a goal right um, I, I, I don't know why I, I just know that I'm missing something and, and, and really what you're missing in life and the reason why we set goals and we talk about this all the time on the podcast what we're trying to do is give you control back of your life that at one point you handed to somebody else right you had control and you handed it to somebody you had just as much potential As everybody you see that are leading the world and that you have given control you had all the same potential you just decided to give it to them you don't have to you don't have to you can have complete control of that and the only way that you are going to take back that control is that you need to put some sort of a goal in place that's gonna shape your future so how we do that is at the beginning of the year when we realize we don't want to be in the same place as we were last year we'd say what can we do to make sure we're not in the same place. And what can I do that I can have control of it, that I can actually make a difference in my life?
0: Right. So, I mean, I, I agree to it. And, and I think people so often set a goal. You know, and it, I think it's they, – they set it too low. Like, they set the bar too low. And what happens is, like, they'll get to, like, December and then realize that everything's gone shitty and, you know, all hell breaks loose. But um, – we dismiss it and you know we don't want to get caught in the law of familiarity which it do you know what that actually is? Did I you do you actually look that up? I do
2: well familiarity it's just we, we we get caught in the things that we already know well
0: no I, I looked it up oh what what, what what does it mean? Well, was that a loaded well,
2: question? it was right? trapping piece of crap? <laughs> right, I do the trapping around here I'm like a girl did not
0: fall into Mike's traps anymore well so, so so pretty much what it is is it's it's something that forms patterns that are familiar or meaningful uh, and they're likely to be grouped together. So it makes your it makes your brain basically think one thing is something else that it's not. So you get too familiar with it.
1: Oh, that's crazy. And I think that's a problem when it comes to the topic of goals, right? Who here hasn't heard about goals? We've talked about goals. You listen to podcasts, everything, right? And so the last thing we want our listeners to do is fall into this law of familiarity with right. goals, right? And say, oh, I've heard it before. I don't need to listen, right? But I think there's definitely some value that we can add if we realize, hey, goals are important and I need to get better at it, right? No matter where you are on the spectrum of of setting goals, we can all improve the process and how effective we are with with accomplishing those goals. So that's our hope for for the listeners after this podcast is to to take something and implement it into what you might already be doing or maybe you're not doing anything when it comes with goals. But Mm -hmm. just take that next step of improving on your goals and your ability to reach those goals.
0: Right. Well,
1: there was actually...
2: Some other people besides us have thought of this before. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe that. Go figure. Somebody's like, listen, why do people keep talking about goals, right? And it's actually a Yale study. They actually thought about this a long time ago. They thought about this back in the 50s. And what they thought about that is they said, you know what, what's the difference between somebody that makes goals and doesn't make goals? I mean, they broke it up pretty solidly. They say, hey, you know what? We're going to take the uh, students that we have for this class and we're going to follow up with them in the next five, 10 years and 20 years. And what we're going to determine is we want to see the, we want to ask them who made goals, who followed up with those goals regularly, Mm -hmm. and then who actually wrote them down, right? And so we're going to find out what's the difference between the people that did and didn't. And they actually found out something pretty amazing. What do you think is the percentage of people that had a written goal in a specific plan to get them done? And these are, these are, this is a, this is the class at Yale, right? These are, this is a prestigious Ivy League post-secondary education where these people have made uh, a lot of great decisions to get there, right? You didn't get there by accident. They they had they had made goals to get to Yale. Most people just don't fall into Yale. There probably sometime when we were worried about, you know what, hanging out with our friends, they were like, I'm gonna get into Yale. So they made it into Yale. And so these are people that already at one point have demonstrated goals. How many of you, how many of them do you think had handwritten goals with a specific plan? Not many.
1: Very little.
2: Very little. In actuality, it's less than 3% of them, less than 3% of them, actually had a written down goal and a specific plan to get it done post their college degree. Now, what they found is they did a study on this 3%. They're like, what made this 3% different? What ended up happening with their life? I guess what, hap- what was different in their life post-college? And they found that these people were happier, they were more well-adjusted. Um, they found that they were significantly more financially well off. To the point, here's the crazy part about this is that that 3%, the ones that had written down those goals in a specific plan, I mean, they checked out all of the goal metrics. They were goal oriented and they demonstrated it. I mean, they could demonstrate it, not just saying it, but they said, hey, give me what you did. And they literally handed these people, what they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wrote it down, what they were going to do and their specific specific plans had more than the other 97% combined in monetary gain.
0: That's crazy. So
2: if you took all that 3%, those those three out of hundred people, those three had more money than the other 97. So we're about to go into some things that you've already heard. We're going to enter into the law of familiarity in your life. And you are going to dismiss this. You might already have dismissed it. But just remember what you do after this point now, you are no longer able to deny why you don't have what you have. Because if you don't, after this podcast, we're going to give you some great stuff here. We're going to try to be quick about it. We're cutting this down. You know, cross your fingers. We're doing good. I'm talking you are going to either be in the 3% or the 97 That's it. And you diff- are going to be either happier and more well adjusted or not. And everything depends on after this, did you write something down right now on what you want to, what your goal is, and then did you set an action plan or something that you can follow um, that's gonna help you hit your goal and if you do that, you're already in the the three percent. Now, obviously, this was over a period of twenty years, so don't expect you're going to write something down and then, you know, all of a sudden, it's going to be like right, on you your thing. I mean, you got to do this over. over a period of time. But I mean, I mean, we're going to decide if you're going to win or lose right now. Like, you could not write something down and you already lost.
0: And the crazy thing is, too, is think about all the people that. You have told personally to do that oh, over absolutely. the years Oh, absolutely! and think absolutely. about, I mean, it, it just like this stat right here, it is so true with the people who we've worked with oh, oh yeah. in the past. It's, oh, the, yeah. it's 3% of people who actually go home and write stuff down.
1: Absolutely. And so, so I want to talk about some of the how to's, right? How do you set a goal? What are some things that, that we can all do today once we leave this podcast to get, on, get in the, the 3% of people that actually set goals and are successful? So, so the, the biggest thing is picking goals that inspire you, right? So in my personal life, I set goals in relation to my, my career, right? My profession. Earlier on in my life, it was based on education, right? Getting a, a degree um, in a certain time frame. Um, I also set goals when it comes to my family, right? Spending time with them, um, teaching them things. I've got three kids, so, so I've got goals. Me and my wife have goals of... Um, what we want to teach our kids, how we want to teach them, how we want to discipline. Um, Another thing is physical, right? I've got physical goals of going to the gym, right? Eating a certain way. Um, I've also got spiritual goals, right? Things that I want to do to become better spiritually, right? And so, so that's the most important thing about a goal is to first find one that inspires you. Something that you can commit yourself to, something that's going to add value to your life and help you to become a better person. And so with, with any of those goals, right, you've got your main goal. So let's say, I've got a goal to make $100,000 a year, right? That's a goal. Um, but what you need to do is you need to break it down. You need to break it down because obviously you're not going to make $100,000 if you set the goal today. That's not going you. to make it overnight. Next right? month or overnight, right? And so we've got this overall goal. We're going to take the one for money because that's a pretty easy one that a lot of people can relate to, right? But you need to break it down from this, this big goal that may be a year or two down the road and break it down. Okay, what am I going to do this month to reach that goal of 100000 Okay. Once you've got that idea of what you're going to do this month, what am I going to do this week to get towards that goal? And then breaking it down even further, what am I going to do today? What kind of behaviors and, and practices am I going to put into place today to help me long term to, to accomplish that goal? So that, that's a huge part, taking a goal and breaking it down um, monthly, weekly, and daily. Um, another important thing is, is, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's a, uh, the, the acronym SMART. So when it comes to setting goals, you need to make a SMART goal. And and what that means, uh, the S stands for specific. You need to have a specific goal of what you want. I want to make $100,000. The next thing is the M is measurable, right? Something that you can measure. Is it easy to to determine if you've reached a goal of making $100,000? Absolutely. right? right. So it needs to be something that you can actually measure and evaluate. Uh, the A is it needs to be attainable. It needs to be something that you can actually get, right? I'm not going to set a goal to make a billion dollars this year, right? That's a that's not a smart goal. That's not a good goal. Uh, the next thing is written. So R, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you guys caught that, but. Written doesn't start with an R, but we had to stretch. I like way. it. No, so, I like that.
0: So, a written goal. <laughs> We're willing it. to allow it. We can do whatever we want. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want. So, it needs to be written. That's probably the most important thing, right? We talked about that study with, with Yale. If it's not written down, it's not a smart goal. It's probably not. I also a think down. if you're not writing it
0: down, you probably don't believe it yourself either, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And then the last thing
1: about a smart goal is it needs to be timed. There needs to be a time frame, right? Saying, hey, I want to make a billion dollars. Okay when right when yeah. right so so I've got this goal of $100,000 or whoever's got this goal of $100,000 you need to have a time frame on it I want to make $100,000 by the time I'm 25 or in the next two years right I want to take my salary from what it is to a hundred thousand in two years okay what am I gonna do so you need to have a, a time for that so those are some of the, the how-to's of the specifics of how to set a good goal um, t- tell me you guys some of your success stories in in that setting a specific goal that's measurable that's attainable that's written and that's timed
0: well so i actually i kind of like breaking it down so like think of it as like your goal is to like go to go to a place like let's say like tucson how how you don't just get in your car and start driving right you like you said you t- you break it down into bite-sized pieces that you can you know that you can achieve daily to get there so like when you drive to tucson you you look at a map you yep. figure out where you're going. You, yep. you see that you need to turn left on this street and then you go down that street. You don't just arrive in Tucson, you, you know, you got to break it down. Um, and one, one thing that always works for me or, you know, has worked for me in the past is thinking of it as like reverse engineering. So like, especially because a lot of times for me, especially when I create like an end goal, So like, let's just say like retirement, like I want to retire, you know, at, at this time or whatever and live in this kind of house and have like a huge end game goal. I don't necessarily know how to get there you know the answers aren't there we don't have the answers for that so i i I try to think of it as like reverse engineering so like that's where i need to be and then break it down reverse in a sense so that's kind of how i do it
2: no absolutely and and this isn't this isn't this doesn't happen on accident so what you've seen is you've seen other people that have done it so most likely the goal that you write down so we told you you got to write a goal we told you people that write goals make tons of money Super successful person broke down how he writes goals, right? That he didn't make up. Another super successful person before him made it up. And then probably about 10 people in between that super successful person said it. And then the 11th person, after, after succeeding with it, then told Taylor. And then Taylor decided he was going to implement it enough to share it, right? And, and that didn't happen by accident. Your, your goal that you set that you're going to reverse engineer by didn't happen by accident. If somebody has something you want they have a life you want, they got a house you want, a car you want, maybe, maybe you thought, you know, this would be a desirable woman to have. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know why you We don't want know what it. they have written down. I don't know why you want it. Right. Is your goal. But it didn't happen by accident.
0: Somebody's it, done the, it before. The reason
2: why it happened is because somebody took some time to say, you know what, what they should be doing. The fundamentals that are that have to exist with every goal that's happened. And so the the as we go through here and as you're listening to it, oh well this isn't, you know, I've heard this before, there isn't really anything. I'm just gonna take a quick break to remind you that 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 people like us are essential in your success. You admire zero people that didn't have a mentor or a place that they went to to get this mm-hmm. information. You, They either call them coaches. They either call them managers. They call them partners. They call them something. And this podcast is simply an opportunity for you guys to get the reinforcement that you need on a weekly basis to keep you going in the right direction. Um, championships are not won on that crazy three-pointer that everybody, all of us get to watch. It is won by the thousands of times that that person practiced doing that three point. Right. It's, not, it's not one at that free throw that we all got to watch and jump up and down when they made that final one that put them one point over. It was the millions of free throws this person has been shooting since they were a kid by themselves and the only way you're going to get there is if you have somebody that's helping you to move along in reminding you of the fundamentals that's what this podcast offers this is we're going to give you the fundamentals over and over and over again and you're not going to want to do them just like you didn't want to shoot that millionth free throw but the success that you're going to have is going to be determined in your private moments while you're listening to this if you're going to do the things that we told you to do um, so just like your goal, the things, the way that you're going to get there is exactly the same thing that they did. They had coaches that told them, if you don't have anybody in your life that believes you, don't worry about that. You've got this podcast we believe that you can do. We, will, we wouldn't be wasting our time. <laughs> Sorry, I got a cold here. We wouldn't be wasting our time telling you. About how you were supposed to build your wonderful life. If we thought you weren't going to do it. Right. Right. This is. I'm like we want. We actually want to see some, some success stories. We had it ourselves. We want to teach you what these people do. And what we do. And goal setting is unavoidable. And listening to people that have it. And telling you to set goals. Is unavoidable as well.
0: And it's and it's it's listening to it over and over. That you need sometimes too. Oh. You know, that's, shit, that's the only way I need around. it all the time too. Oh yeah. Like everyone thinks that we're doing this for other people. But like I'm doing it for me. You know, the constant reminder is what people need. I need it all the time. Um, and, it, and it's, did you guys see the video of, uh, crap, who was it? It was some uh, retired NFL player who was recording Drew Brees at the uh, at the practice facility in New Orleans. Huh. He was just practicing for hours. Like somebody snuck in and caught him in an empty gym. And he was it was hours of him literally just like pretending to go through plays.
1: That's crazy. And that kind of
0: ties into what you were saying. Um, but it's but it's all of those it's the little things that you need to do you know daily every single day that all these players are doing and we wonder why they're so successful we're like why are they why is drew breeze setting all these records it's because of of the things that he does every single day yep uh, you know without fail he's in that gym every single day with no one watching and that's how your day has to go too you have to do all these things when no one is watching when you don't want to do it that's when it matters
2: well, I like the quote. There's a quote on here that says a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot, right? So as you're writing these things down, if I was going to be the coach, I'd say, you know what, write something down that that's outside of your comfort zone, but something that you're passionate right. about, right? That's what I'm going to tell you guys. So you got to you got to have passion around it, um, and and then and then going off of what uh, off of what you said, Mike, we we have decisions that we make on a daily basis. So we decide if we're going to write this goal or not. We, we decide if we're going to, to do things that we need to to move it along. And remember that you have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so um, this is, a, this is a, a quote that came from uh, um, Elon Musk from Tesla. And the way that he says it, he says, if you're working an 80-hour week or 80 to 100-hour week, and I don't know how he comes up with this math, but this is his main one, you do in four and a half months what it takes someone to do in a year. So start it off with writing a goal down and a specific plan, and you're already taking steps that somebody else isn't willing to take. Then, you know what? You know what be more specific about it. Be smart about it. See if, you can, see if you can articulate something that's professionally written down. Then listen to these podcasts to remind you to do it, and then do that daily activity. And watch if you don't start doing things in four and a half months mm-hmm. that take
0: everybody else around you one year. And taking one more step every single day, eventually you're going to lap somebody who misses that, oh, you know, who misses a, Oh, a
1: absolutely. So let's, let's do this, right? Podcast listeners, wherever you're at, pause the podcast, pull out a piece of paper and write down a goal. You
0: right? think they're going to do it? I think, I think it should be done at this very moment if did, they paused they, it. So Did they pause it? I think you so. think they're coming back to this?
2: We're I questioning so. them, and they're like <laughs> the dumbasses. Why did he wrote this? Yeah, <laughs> come your man. You're only one out. You're three out of a hundred. <laughs> I bet you everybody else is still listening to this.
1: All right, so King pause it. So if you haven't paused it, pause it. Take out a piece of paper and write something down.
2: Do you, do you, do you think they paused it? They did.
1: Welcome back. Welcome I
0: don't know. Back. I don't this know. This is. There's gonna be some people. At least we'll see. We'll see. Share it. That's another thing too. Share. I paused
2: it after the first time. We're on the third time now. So, so, all
0: right. So, if if, if it's actually been paused, they have something written down at this moment in time. Now, what you need to do is you need to share it. So, it could be us. It could be a. It could be a mentor of yours. It could be a a sibling, a family member, whoever. Just share it. And the reason why we share it is because it holds you accountable. It's somebody Mm -hmm. to to hold you accountable, and and somebody else holding you accountable. I mean, should be the the word. You know the. The, the least of your, pro- the least of your problems, you know, for me, I am my worst enemy when I don't do something like I can't go to bed without feeling guilty. If I didn't do something, I told myself I was going to do. So having somebody else hold you accountable should be good, but you got to hold yourself accountable too.
2: Well, I know it's scary for me to tell people, um, it, cause that's, you know, I, I could probably get away with, you know, not doing most of the things I should do. I'm at a pretty decent part of my life. Me and Taylor talk about this. I'm like, <laughs> that's pretty good. It would take a long time if people sniff me out if I stopped doing something, right? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I set myself, I set my life pretty, and it's pretty good. And it's not by accident. Like, I designed it that way, but I know I'm going to actually do something when I tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Before I tell somebody, I'm like, I might not do this. I'm, I'm still deciding, right? So that's why we finish up. If you don't tell somebody, you're still deciding, Right? You might be better than that, but the moment that you truly plan on doing it um, is you're going to tell somebody that you feel comfortable that mm-hmm. can actually hold you accountable. So you mm-hmm. don't just tell like, like if there's like a, somebody like begging on the side of the street, pull over and like, here's a dollar, but you need to listen <laughs> to this. I'm going be a millionaire. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, you're going to get rich together. So I need you home to hold me accountable. I'll see you. Like it it, a it, week. It is important who you talk. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to <laughs> actually tell somebody. That has the power of holding you accountable. So if you're a significant other or a friend, um, I like to tell my business partners, right? Because they they probably have some sort of an expectation of me. Um, and, and so that's when you know. that, In my opinion, you don't actually start it until you tell somebody. And that's what personalizes it different where even if that piece of paper might go into a sock drawer here. That at least that person, right. uh, you know what, can uh, can you know what, say something to t- keep the dream alive. Mm-hmm. And so
1: I, I want to touch on that. So I I had a really good experience this past weekend. Um, me and my wife are about to celebrate our 10 year wedding anniversary. Damn. Uh, and so we've been married for about 10 years. And when we first got married, we sat down and we set some goals. I remember we had a goal for a month. We had our six month goal. We had our three year goal, or excuse me, our one year goal, our three year goal, our five year goal, and our 10 year goal. So we set all these down. This was back in 2010. We sat down and we put things on paper, just like we're telling everybody on this podcast to do write it down, right? And so over the last 10 years, I've had various levels of of success with with implementing daily goals and monthly goals and doing all that, right? But it's always top of my mind. I'm always trying to be better and and set goals. And, And me and my wife were coming back from a. Um, a, a work party this past weekend and, and kind of reflecting, and she said, We have everything we want, right? Everything that we put on that list 10 years ago, we have now, right? And, and, and some of that I think is because of hard work and, and being doing these goals and, and daily working on it. But I'll be honest, I'm not perfect, right? There's periods of weeks or months where I wasn't actively writing down goals, right. but, but a lot of it I was. Um, but just the simple fact of writing it down, right, I, I think really helps in accomplishing that goal. So another another one, the beginning of 2019, so I've always had a dream to drive a Range Rover, right? That was yes. always always something yes. I wanted to do. That was kind of my dream car. And, and honestly, I thought it was going to be 5, 10 years down the road. 2019, I got crazy and I wrote it down, right? I had that list of about 15 different goals, some physical, mentally, um, spiritually, financially and physical goals, right? I had I had a list 15 or 16 things for 2019. And one of the things I put on there, Range Rover. Yes. And guess what? I think it was by March of 2019, the Range Rover showed up, right? For, for crazy. nothing more than I just wrote this stupid thing down on right. my goal list. I thought about it. Every time I would go back every week or month, I'd go look at that list for my 2019. How am I doing? Where am I at? Right? I'm one month into 2019. How am I doing? I'm two months into 2019. How am I doing? And magically, the Range Rover showed up. Right? Because I wrote it down. Uh And I put some things into place so that it could be accomplished. So, write it down. Right? That's that's a huge part. I've seen success in my life by applying these principles. Put it down. Make it crazy. Right? The goal should scare you a little bit. I was a little scared putting Range Rover down in 2019. I thought, how am I going to...
0: Seems unattainable. How,
1: how am I really going to do it? Right? I would like it to happen and then all of a sudden in March the Range Rover showed up and I drive a Range Rover.
0: So. Well, You know why? It's because your dreams are only dreams until you write them down. Then they are goals. That's so you it. have to write it down.
2: Well, hey. Hopefully we've uh, given you guys a little uh, a little push in the right direction. I know what everybody's thinking. Thinking, you got that in the, in the side of your head or in the back of your head. I'm telling you. Just go do it. Keep listening to us. Um, keep moving forward. If you remember anything from today, it's that you do not have to be in the place that you're at right now. And if you want to take control back of your life, start by writing it down. With that said, guys, thanks for joining us. Hope you have a good one. Peace out.